talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel at My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to all sports talk on this Monday, the last day of the January 2022. Mr. Jeff Jordan is alongside for the broadcast. Welcome, Jeff. Tim, how are you? I'm, I'm well. We've, we've gone through this we're okay bit right before the show started, right? Doing okay. our show prep. Okay, well, I don't care how you are. <laughs> I know this. We may, we may touch 60 degrees tomorrow. Yes. 60. And then we're going to ease that down to about 31, I that's think. That's correct. Is a, is a high on Thursday. <laughs> I'm going to go out and stand in the front yard. Well, that's, that's 60. The way it's, yeah. Way it's going to be. Did you watch football at all this weekend? Are you kidding? <laughs> I absolutely did. I uh, I watched. Uh, I went to the Lady Raider game, and then uh, I did watch the first game yesterday. I did not. I saw a little bit of the Rams game, not much. We had a big family get together. It was on, and we watched some of it. But you know, I, after three weeks of playoffs, the one thing that's come to my mind: I don't think we've had a kicker. And a lot of these games have gone down to the the last play of the game, kick it for a field goal to tie it or, or to win it. Jeff, and, and most of them have not been chip shots. These cats are good. Yeah, they are. I mean, to stand there at 53 yards away and if I kick it, we're going to Super Bowl and just nail it time after time after time. I, I, my hat's off to those guys. Well, I, I, I tell you what, when, when, when you get in that kind of situation, and, of course, they're all making – billions of dollars right well a lot yeah a lot of money but but when you get down to that what those what those guys then most of those guys really really want is a ring a super bowl championship ring you're talking about the whole team not just yes the everybody and all the coaches and everybody that you and know so you're trying to say <laughs> that kick decides for 53 people whether they got a shot at a ring or not yeah, the, yeah. and they're going to get a check a, a bigger check but okay but when we get to that point i believe it comes down to the ring it and does and and that would be a lot of pressure but well they're just drilling them well, left and right every angle and up, up out into the 50s as you well know the physical side of athletics is important but the mental side of athletics is even more important to, to be a winner I, I kind of put it akin to the professional golfers the tiger woods if you may that have that 15-footer to, to win the tournament. And time after time after time, they nail it, no matter what kind of pressure's on. Uh, the really good ones do. Uh, and I just cannot not imagine walking out there. They simply, Jeff, have got to be wiping everything out of their mind and focus so, so much in a way that I don't think I can do. Most people can't do. No, they really they really can't. It, it's it's a... It's very, it's fun to watch, and you see them on the sideline, and and many times it seems like people just avoid them, they won't talk to sure. them, or they slap them on the helmet as they walk by, but they don't say anything. <laughs> you know, you don't walk up to the guy and say, "Hey, my entire life depends on this kick of yours. <laughs> you make it, I'm in the Super Bowl. You don't, I'm not. <laughs> make it." You know, I think that would be very tough. Well, to do it pregame, one thing I, I was. Lady Raider game as you were on Saturday, and someone made the point to me that called out so and so's number. She stood there for for Western. She stood there and hit shot after shot after shot after shot after shot from the three point line, and that's what they kind of pointed out to me. I said, "You do a pregame is one thing; do it in the game is a different thing." Right. Cameron Weston from Middle Tennessee on Saturday, make that uh, Thursday night at, at Marshall. 6.8 seconds to go in at Marshall, which is about as hostile an environment as there is in Conference USA. Team down by a point. Two free throws. Jeff, he hit them both. 
I mean, right. how how mentally tough is that to do? Impossible. That's <laughs> what it is. And I, I think, um, well, just to maybe carry this point on a little bit further, the Titans got beat, right? Yes, they did. The kicker on the other team scored 13 points. Okay. 13 points from the kicker, which won the game, it turns out. Okay. And that that is really – um, um, that's remarkable. It really is. It, it, it's, and it's been not just one kicker oh, yeah. one team. It's been another team and another team and another team. The the amount of games that have gone down to that last kick, well, the the Saturday the weekend the Titans lost all four games. Jeff, the final play of regu- regulation play was a kick for for a win or a tie to go to overtime, yeah. and all of them were from forty yards plus. Yeah, and that. I'm just sitting there watching that, and that you know that guy kicked that one from 52, and I thought that's 156 feet. That's a long way. You, you work it out in inches. How many? Inches? Yeah, well, I don't know about the inches, but <laughs> multiply that by 12. And it's got to be between those uprights. He's not. He can kick it that far, but it's got to be between those uprights too. And it was dead center. You know, I mean, it's just. And I think the the guy from Cincinnati, if I'm not mistaken, he's hit 11 in a row. He's a rookie, by the way. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, hats off to them. Uh, he probably do better when he's a veteran. <laughs> what, what what were the Vegas odds? I don't know. I don't know either. To, to, for Cincinnati Bengals to win a Super Bowl. I don't know, but I'm, I'm sure it, it was big. Big number. Yes. Well, we're talking 200 to 1 or better. Uh, probably. What I do don't think? know. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty steep. Pretty steep. Yep. There they are. Joe Burrow. They haven't won it yet, though. No, they haven't. All right, just to be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. Okay. Still, still be a big number. I think he's... If I'm not mistaken, I didn't hear. I hope I heard this right. He was the first guy with a national college championship, a Heisman Trophy, and a Super Bowl win if he wins it. I think he's. I think it was that he'll be the first one to get his team to the Super Bowl in in well in year two. Uh, first, the first pick of a draft. I think is what it was. Okay. The first first pick of the draft, quarterback. He'll be the first. He is the first one that's taken his team in, in within the first two years to a Super Bowl. And this is fifty-six of them. So, and, and you got to you got to remember this: the Bengals two years ago did not have a war chest of players going into this thing. So he's he he really has been a difference maker, don't you think? Boy, yeah, he he's good, he is, and I and it didn't bother me. Matter of fact, I was, I guess I'm for them. I, I guess I guess I you know I'm, I'm okay. I, I wasn't uh, for the, the Chiefs. By the way, the people in Cincinnati are thrilled to hear that. Well, I, you know, I guess I am, but. I, <laughs> I, I certainly wasn't for the Chiefs, you know, but but uh, and and I thought I thought that what cost um, well I thought two things really cost uh, the Chiefs the game. One, they didn't score right before half. Oh, that's they should have disastrous. Absolutely, they should. And and, and it was Mahomes' fault. He and coach's fault too. He talked the coach into giving him one more shot, and he had five seconds, and he was supposed to go to the end zone. And he, the guy was covered. I said before the before he did that, it, it's okay to do it as long as he knows in in two seconds he's got to let the ball go to the end zone. Right. He threw it behind. He threw it like from I don't know where they were, two or three, and he threw it to the two or three, and the guy gets. But to it's like hard the, to criticize that guy as good as he is. But he sh- he shows that everybody's human, right? Uh, yes, I think so. And I, uh, he and I, I thought too. In, in the rest, of the second half, um, I, he was he was average. Really, he he was. And I'm really not talking about the necessarily about the interception. He was just, he was just average. And you got to give a lot of credit to, to the Cincinnati. Uh, boy, they they made him run for his life a lot. If you know, uh, if you listen to the post game show, Bill Cower was very complimentary, hugely complimentary of the defensive coordinator for the Bengals for the adjustments, whatever they were, for the second half because they they. <clears throat> The Chiefs scored the first three times they had the ball, and it looked like they were going to score every time they had the ball. They never had another touchdown. That's correct. It was 21-3, to three, I guess. Jeff, I've got another question about odds we're going to take after this break. Mm. See, if you, see what kind of odds you might think this would have been. We'll be right back on All Sports Talk.
Hey fellas, need an annual exam for work or just want to start the year prioritizing your health? Then I recommend Low T Center to get your complete health assessment where they check all your levels. It's typically completely covered by most health insurance and if you don't have insurance, it's less than $100 to get full labs and an office visit with their provider. Low T Center specializes in men's health, making it quick and easy, even verifying your insurance. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Building, buying, refinancing? Your First Bank Mortgage Banker handles each step personally, including VA and FHA loans. We care about this community because we are part of this community, so we handle your application every step of the way. When local people help local people, the entire community wins. Visit any of our convenient locations or find us online at firstbankonline.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 472433. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Hello friends, Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up, it really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, it would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Collin Financial Services. little teaser before we went on, Jeff. If I'd have said back in, oh, let's say, October, you know, Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky men played, one would be playing for the first place in the league and one would be playing to stay out of the cellar, and Middle Tennessee wins, I would have said, good, we're not in the cellar anymore. <laughs> you know, what are the odds that Middle Tennessee could be leading the, the East, Eastern Division of the conference after half, first half of the season, Western Kentucky being near the bottom? Uh, it's really, <laughs> it's just remarkable, uh, really, that, w- that we won that game. I, I think that was, and, and and this was said by people in my Sunday school class. So you can see that we weren't necessarily. Salt just, of the earth people. We were not necessarily discussing what we should have been discussing. Although, to be fair, this was after class. They said that was, that was the biggest win in Middle Tennessee since they beat Michigan State. And I agree with that. I think that's probably right. Uh, could, could be. Uh, now, the long way to go, for oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, Jeff, 5-2. and two, And we said, coming in, we thought the preseason I, that showed some promising signs. We hoped that Middle could win half the games in the, the league, right? And, right. And we, we, I think we both kind of agreed that that was doable. But five straight, two of those in, on the road at Marshall in western Kentucky <laughs> – I, there's no way to see that coming at all, but uh, remarkable job. And, and, and I've said up, up to them when people ask, they say, well, you know, we're, we're really pretty good. And I still say we're really pretty good. I don't know how really pretty good we are, but my, my confidence is beginning to grow a bit. Well, I was at the Lady Raider game, so obviously I did not, uh, did not uh, hear the men's game, but my grandson did, and uh, uh, Jake. And, and Jake said that uh, I believe we were, uh, we were ahead at the half, and we were ahead the whole second half. Yeah. So this is not a fluke. Uh, no, no. Well, I, I got some stats written down here. Let me see if I can find them. Uh, 31 of 54 from the field, 50-some percent. Ooh, that's, that's excellent. 15 of 26 from the three-point line. Hmm. Over 50 percent. Okay. Huge. Uh, 19 of 20 from the free throw line. I'm sorry, what was the one before that? What was the – the threes? 15 of 26 from three-point line. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay, go ahead. Way good. That's like 58%. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. And, and 19 Donovan Sims and, and Josh uh, Jefferson hit free throw after free throw after free throw 
19 out of 20, and won the rebound battle. If you do that, Jeff, you're going to win most games, right? Pretty much every one of them. That's right. I'm surprised we got 20 shots from the free throw line. Uh, but anyway, okay. Well, they, as you would think, the last minute and a yeah. half, a lot of fouls were taking place for, for sure there. Donovan Sims, Josh Jefferson, 31 and 22 points. Uh, Josh had 31, Donovan 22. Donovan led the scoring at Marshall with 17. I love to see that kid play. I'm so excited to see him do well. The young man from Blackman that uh, I'm satisfied when Kermit Davis signed him. Lots of folks saying uh, he's just trying to get somebody local on the team. And, you know, Donovan's a good player. There's no question about that. But he's he's just too small to play, wasn't he, Jeff? Well, you would have have thought so. Uh, Of course, we we both saw him play numerous times in high school. I thought he was a very good player. Uh, I did not think that he was. I'll just, you know, I'll just say it. I did not sure. think that he was Conference USA level player. I did not think so. And here he has uh, competed a, a lot. He started for a long time. Uh, he's done very, very well. He can handle the ball. He can shoot the ball. He's got good leadership. He doesn't hurt you. You know, I'm, uh, he's just a really a. a I'm, I'm like you. He works very hard. I just, I'm just delighted. You know that, and particularly him being a local player makes it better. In both games at Marshall and at Western Kentucky, Jeff, there were nine players that had 15 minutes or more on the court. I mean, that's a real plus for the team. I think the, I think 33 minutes was the most that anybody played. Right. Uh, so you got nine guys that can play. Cameron Weston led the scoring with 17 in Huntington. Didn't score Saturday. So th- that kind of thing is is there, and a confident team is more dangerous than a team that. Trying to hoping they can win, right? That's that's exactly correct. And this this game at Western, not only did we beat a team that was expected to be the league leader and is really very good, really. I don't know what the problem is necessarily, but and you know you, you we and I both have heard it since all the way back to the OVC days. You know, win at home, defend the home the floor, and if you can just steal two or three on the road, you 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 you've done a good job. And we've done that so far. So I hope we can continue that. Well, go to UAB Saturday and then three straight home games. We'll talk about that more, but we've got a caller on the line, so let's get there. Welcome in. How's it going, Tim? Well, uh, I'm good. You? Uh, uh, pair pair, pair rows, and we're going to win all the rest of we got five rows, and we're going to win all the rest of them. Again. we got UAB Saturday, so I know that's going to – y'all see where UAB beat Western on Thursday. I know y'all saw that. I did. Uh, you know, I'm sitting here looking – poor old Jeff over here just – Grimacing at the idea that we could be really thinking, Jeff, about this team <laughs> doing that. Yes. I mean, it, go ahead, caller. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I, was there, we I, mean, I was looking at the standing course, but when they won the uh, game at Marshall, I think of course they're still in first place in the division in the uh, in their in their division. But the other, of course, the other division, North Texas, I think is eight and one. I think uh, I know well, I saw where uh, I try to think the other two teams were tied with them lost this weekend, but. I think I can't remember the others who were seven and two. I can't remember who they are. Right? UAB was one of them. Louisiana Tech's up there in the yeah, West. I can't remember the other one was, but uh, and everything. But uh, Tim, I want to ask you what you think about the Rockville and Blackman game Friday night. The game. You know, it, it was interesting to see uh, Rockville hung with Blackman. As a matter of fact, had him on the ropes for sure. Uh, but. But Blackman's confidence, kind of like we were talking about before, and experience, I think maybe got the job done. But. Uh, Bill Hockenberry's done a good job there. Jennifer Grandstaff continues to do a good job at Blackman. And then in the men's game, or boys' game, whatever we want to call them, uh, anytime you beat Barry Wartman, uh, you've done a good job. So congratulations to Rockville. It was, it was a good night, even though the girls lost. I'm sure they would say, be, say it was a good night. Oh, yeah, it, it was a good, good crowd, too. I thought a lot of people came out and watched. Uh, you know, like a, like a coach, coach, coach told me, their, their student section really came out, too. The students came out and uh, – you know, we're supporting and uh, everything like that. Of course, we ain't got but a few more weeks in the tournaments as far as high about school. two. High school go two more weeks. I think this is last week for the private school division too. I think they got one more week here, and then they'll be starting their tournaments here. Uh, you know, pretty soon here. But uh, and everything. But uh, I do want to ask you guys to uh, did you guys know Saturday that uh, between the men and women, men and women's team Saturday, a twenty-six threes were made. Do you know that? No, I didn't didn't know that, but that's it's several. The men made, you said the men made fifteen. They almost tied the record books in one game, and the women made eleven. 
course, they shot more, but of course, they made they made theirs. But yeah, the, yeah. You know, everything. But uh, like you said, and uh, like you said, those two big girls are really helping them. They uh, open up the floor, like you say, when you help the floor up there and get your shots and set your feet and get, get ready to shoot. You're, you're usually pretty good. But uh, I'll hang up and listen, guys. Enjoy the show. Thank you. All right. I, I misspoke, by the way, on the number of free throws in Middle Tennessee hit at Western. Mm. It was not 19 of 20. It was 16 of 17. Still, still pretty, re- <laughs> still remarkable. <laughs> pretty good. All mm-hmm. right, uh, we got to talk about the Lady Raiders when we come back for sure. We've got other things to talk about as well. High school basketball. We'll try to touch more on that. You're listening to All Sports Talk. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Popcorn pop fresh daily. Their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. Good afternoon. Still quite a bit of THP units scattered up and down. 24 this afternoon, not too far from Medical Center Parkway. All the traffic continues to build coming in on 24 East End from Davidson County. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken now available for catering. Long on the Prince's Hot Chicken. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hey folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every Friday for a new episode of my podcast exclusively on WGNSRadio.com. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Parks Auction. We handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and Saturday was a heck of a day to be a Blue Raider. If you're a Middle Tennessee basketball fan and you're able to knock off your main rival western kentucky on both the men's and women's side we'll tell you about those games in just a moment but first want to remind you that coming up at six o'clock tonight we'll have our blue raider radio shows and that will be with coach rick insel uh at six o'clock and coach nick mcdevitt at seven o'clock at the boulevard hope you'll be there to join us today all right let's start uh, with the uh, road trip for the men the blue raider backcourt fought brought the firepower on Saturday in a 93-85 Conference USA win at Western Kentucky. Josh Jefferson's career-high 31 points and Donovan Sims' season-high 22 led middle to its first win to Diddle Arena in four years. The Blue Raiders are now 14-6 and overall, 5-2 and in, uh, in conference play. And uh, 
they started this second half red hot, making three-point attempts on five of their first seven possessions, including four straight possessions, ending in Jefferson three-point shots. As a team, the Blue Raiders were 15 of 26 from the long-range arc, coming one make short of the all-time program record. So the Blue Raiders got the win, and then uh, within the next hour, the Lady Raiders did the exact same thing. The women's basketball team scrapped their way to a critical rivalry win, knocking off Western Kentucky 90 or 71 to 64. The Lady Raiders are now 15 and 4 overall, 7 and 2 in conference USA play. The uh, Blue Raiders got 21 points from uh, Ksenia Maleska with 11 points in the fourth quarter, going a perfect 8 for 8 from the charity stripe including free throw, three free throws in the fourth quarter to help ice the game down the stretch. The Blue Raiders are now tied with Western at 7 and 2 in conference play. The uh, Lady Raiders will uh, will be at home this week to take on UAB on Saturday. The men's team will be traveling down to Birmingham for an afternoon tilt at 3 p.m. at uh, Bartow Arena. And in the Conference USA standings, Middle Tennessee's men find themselves alone in first place in the Eastern Division after sweeping the first two games of this road swing at Marshall and at Western Kentucky. All right, turning to track and field, Middle Tennessee continues to improve on the early season with three first-place finishes and numerous facility records broken at the PNC Lenny Lyles Indoor Invitational hosted by Louisville. All of the results are available on GoBlueRaiders.com. Coming up next, the Blue Raiders head south for the Bulldog Invite hosted by Sanford. It will be at uh, the facility in Birmingham that will also be hosting the Conference USA uh, Indoor Meet uh, a week or so later. All right, men's tennis, after suffering an opening round defeat to Georgia Tech on Saturday, Middle Tennessee men's tennis bounced back and swept Ball State for love in the Sunday consolation match of the ITA kickoff weekend. And in women's tennis, the Lady Raiders, now 2-5 and five on the year, complete a come-from-behind victory over Austin P 4-3 on Sunday inside the Wesselman Tennis Complex in Evansville, Indiana. Again, a reminder tonight, basketball coaches shows coming up at 6 and 7 o'clock, and you can hear them right here on WGNS. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Halls Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Halls Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin Financial Services, Edward Jones. Saturday, in the second half, timeouts called, and the team's going to the bench, and uh, bullshit. Boldreva, Anastasia Boldreva, 6'5", from Russia. Coach Ansel decides she needs a little talking to. And there she stands, and there's Rick looking up at her, about his neck, about as far as he could go back. And I know Rick listens to this show some. Maybe, I'd love to have a picture of that. I'm telling you what, Rick Ansel is <laughs> looking up at that gal. She's paying attention, by the way. I don't know if they understood Woodbury or – Russian or how, how they communicate, but I think he got his point across. Well, I, I, I know he did. I don't know what he said, but I, I'm sure he did. Yes. 
That young lady, by the way, is, is coming on and going yes. to make a fine player. I, I thought that was the first time I saw her, raw player, but saw the talent. Her shooting form is really good. She's got a drop step that works, and she works with her left hand well. Uh, she and uh, Malashka, the uh, the girl from Belarus, uh, they're, they're tough to handle inside, and, and that's especially Thursday night. They really put on a show. Yeah, uh, and, and one big – and then, um, and then Saturday, a, a big win at, at home against their certainly a, a rival, conference or none, making a difference, a rival. Um, and I, I think that she has improved uh, tremendously since the first of the year. Is she there? No, she's not. She's got a lot of work to do. I'm, I'm sure she knows that. If not, I'm sure it's been pointed out. <laughs> but uh, she's getting better. And uh, – uh, and if anything, I think the other on Saturday, they probably didn't throw her the ball enough. Uh, but I don't know that. That you know, I'm sure Rick can decide that. But uh, I don't know how you felt about the game. Um, I I think we could tell from the post game comments that Coach Ensel made. Sort of, you could sort of tell it. And I know him pretty well, and so do you. Mm-hmm. All right, I can almost promise. He was not happy when he left that gym with anything but the win. He got the win. But the win against Western Kentucky will solve a lot of it wounds does. for Rick Hensel. I makes, know that for sure. Makes you feel a lot better. It surely does. But, uh, Tim, we had a very mediocre second half, particularly defensively. And uh, I'm, I'm sure he was disappointed in that. We had an 11-point lead at the half, and in seven minutes they caught us and took a lead. Well, we were up um, night. We were up. 29 to 15 at one point in time, almost had them doubled up. I think we led by as many maybe as 16 in the first half. Uh, you're right, and they came, Western came all the way back. And once they got that one-point lead, I was really concerned that we – and suddenly we were up by 10 again, Jeff. Yeah, we got I, it right I mean, back. just like an explosion yep. happened. Yeah. Uh, I thought, too, and really this is not necessarily my thinking. My wife pointed this out. So, uh, and you got to listen to my wife now. You do. You really do. You do. I don't. But <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> and, she, and, she, and she said, uh, they are a rough team. They, they, you're talking about Western. Mm-hmm. So they foul a lot. They grab a lot. And they just are rough. And I've decided after watching that she was correct. I, I, thought, I thought they played pretty rough. For the league – Looking forward, both those teams are pretty scary. As much use as they have, Middleton sees almost all so- freshmen, sophomores, Western Jeff practically all freshmen. Period. And I know Middleton's got a good ret- uh, class coming in, and uh, young Hayes girl will go- be going to Western Kentucky. Apparently, uh, it will be a good class there. So th- those two teams are going to be good this year and next year. And well, with the Portal, who knows? I guess we we can't we probably don't need to project any farther than next Saturday night, right? Probably probably right. You you don't know who's going to end up on your roster and who's going to leave you. Uh, but right now we look like we're in pretty pretty solid shape. And I and uh, I, I was of course delighted to to get the win. Uh, just thrilled to death. I guess it was seven. But a lot of these games, when you look at them, Blackman Rockville is another example. And you, and you look at the score, and and, and really it was a lot closer than that. You know, sure. People, teams have to file at the end, and and that sort of stuff. Maybe and maybe leave a your press breaks down, whatever, and somebody gets out instead of being four up, they're eight or ten up. Uh, but uh, the, the the win was really good. Now I, I I we had a lot of breakdowns on def, on defense. The the Lady Raiders did in the last four or five minutes, and uh, I was getting quite concerned, as I assume you were too. Thursday night, a good Marshall team. As a matter of fact, Marshall and Western were both ahead of Middle Tennessee going into the, w- the week. They just cleaned Marshall up. Uh, got tremendous play from Ksenia Malaska that night inside uh, and, and beat them, I guess, 35 points. Jeff Malaska, to me, has probably as many tools in the tool bag. That's what Dick Palmer says. She's a good post player inside. Got a three-point shot. Can handle the basketball. A little bit uh, – Inconsistent, about, I think, about some things. And, and she spends way too much time on the bench because of fouls. She, they're going to have to f- find a way to get that straightened out. I I feel like the Lady Raiders are pretty balanced, too. Yes. 
that that there's not one player or two players even that you just have to double team and all that kind of stuff. You've got to watch all of them, and they all can shoot, and uh, and they and they rebound pretty well, rebounded very well in the in the Western game. It's just a good team, balanced team, and um, I, I guess turnovers are, are, are a problem, but they're they are for everybody. They are for us too. Well, uh, we'll just have to see how that goes. Ladies play at five o'clock on Saturday afternoon against UAB, who beat Western as well on Thursday night. Uh, UAB, I think, leads the West, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, men will be going to the UAB, and then as I mentioned, three straight home games, Jeff. UAB did get get beat Saturday night at Marshall, the same team that Middle had beaten on Thursday night. And Jeff Neal, when he called in, made the point about North Texas being on top of the western side, one of the two teams there in Louisiana Tech. Remind you that Middle Tennessee lost to North Texas by seven on the road, first game, first conference game of the year. Uh, you know, the, the, if you match up scores and look around, it you recognize that Middle Tennessee's men are not doing this with mirrors. They they seem to be the real deal. They're competing, and and again, to just kind of echo what I just said about the women, um, I guess there's maybe a player or two you can put some extra attention on for middle, but they're also pretty balanced, and they have a lot of people that can put the ball in the hole. They do. And they can rebound, they can jump, uh, and uh, they, I think they do rather well. Now, if I have a criticism, and I do, <laughs> uh, particularly when Sims is not in the game. Uh, when Sims is in the game, it looks like things get better. If he's handling the ball, but anyway, I, I don't, I don't know. You know that that's a coaching decision. He's got to rest him some. I mean, he's got to. But sometimes we get a little anxious, a little. You know, we're shooting with 10, 11 seconds on the clock, and we're taking a shot that we could probably get later. You know, but um, maybe we're being a little bit herky-jerky about it. One thing about the men's team, Jeff. These nine players that are playing the bulk of the minutes, most all of them, have not played together but, what, 13, 14 games. Because there's a, there's a lot of new people. Josh Jefferson, the leading scorer, for example, uh, did not play with Middle Tennessee last year. Three or four of the guys did not. So uh, they're trying to put that thing together. And, and I think uh, Nick McDevitt, uh, to his credit, has done a really good job with them. And uh, it's a young team. You know, if they can hold together and he can pull another player or two in, I think Sims and Jefferson both will be the players that will not be there next year. So we need somebody out front that can can score and handle the basketball. But that's a good team coming back. Talk about expectations, though, Jeff. Someone asked me today about – Race Bergman and I were talking about the men and somebody overheard it and said, well, how's the ladies' team? I said, well, they're 6-2. and two. Well, That's good. I said, well – the men's team were surprised about the ladies' team were disappointed in six and two. Now, did that tell you about expectations? Yeah. That uh, you know, six and two is every bit of what we expected, if not more. Middle Tennessee ladies then will take a break. Have lost four games this year, Jeff. Two of them in overtime, and I think if you added up all four loss deficits, I think it adds up to about eleven points. It's not much. So, uh, but I think you and I can both agree that there's a couple games that were on the balance too that could have gotten. They could have gotten beat. So, uh, but it's a good team. That hopefully on, on Thursday night when they play really well inside and shoot the basketball, they're awfully hard to beat. They, um, it looks like maybe more so in the men than the women, but I'm I don't know. It looks like that it's uh, the the end of in, the seating is wide open. It yes. looks like to me. It looks like a lot of teams are competing. Well, it's. I'm delighted to be sitting here talking about both teams having a real chance mm. to, to, to compete Me too. for the league championship. We'll take a break and come right back. Talk high school sports after this. If you're not waking up to the wake-up brew, here's what you've been missing. I tip my cap to you, sir. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. Speaking of tipping our cat, tip our cap to her. The wake-up brew. <laughs> Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. 
Good afternoon. Still quite a bit of THP units scattered up and down. 24 this afternoon, not too far from Medical Center Parkway. All the traffic continues to build coming in on 24 East End from Davidson County. A Prince's Hot Chicken now available for catering. Long on the Prince'sHotChicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. Your favorites can now be ordered online at SirPizzaTN.com. Carryout and delivery are available. Just go to SirPizzaTN.com and tap the location closest to you. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. First Bank proudly sponsors this portion of All Sports Talk. Banks all over the state of Tennessee, state-owned bank, management leadership there, and the right, right smiles and professional service. First Bank. High school, Jeff. Can I can I do something, two things real quick? We do three if you want to. No, let's just do two. Two, okay. okay. I, I, I'm, I'm sure you saw this, and the magazine came out this week that Chip Walters has uh, has has won an award, an alumni award this year. I forget the exact title of it, but he looked mighty fine in his blue blazer, and with other people accepting this award and whatever. Our very own Chip Walters. Our very own Chip Walters, and he is probably the that is a very well deserved yes, award. Sir. No question about that. Second thing is our our friend, yours and mine, uh, a guy we both worked with closely, um, Buddy Pate. This is not a a, a good thing. Uh, but he did he did take a fall on the golf course, as I understand it, broke an ankle and a leg, and and is in the hospital now. And he's he's going to be okay. He, he, but as he said, this is going to take a while. As a matter of fact, he told me that he he had an unusual way of putting it. He, he, he said he said he'd been he'd been tested positive. He had a birthday. He went to play golf. He fell. He broke his le- broke his leg. Broke his ankle, but other than that, it had been a pretty good week. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was pretty good. But anyway, I don't know if Buddy's listening or not. But you can't go see him, of course. You know, I can't. But um, I hope he heals up quickly and is back on the golf course. There's a fair number of people out there who would have no clue who Buddy Pate is. So why don't you share with these these newcomers to Murfreesboro well, who that would be? He, I, I can't do his whole career, but he was at Eagleville for a long time as boys and girls coach and elementary girls and boys coach all at the same time. He was at the, with the Riverdale girls for a long time uh, and taught at Riverdale, and then he went back to Eagleville as, uh, and was principal there for a good while Yes, uh, until his retirement. And, uh, and, he's, and you were his assistant coach, and so was I at one time or another. And uh, a unique individual. Yeah, I was gonna say, Buddy's a trip. Yeah, he's okay. He's a good guy. Yeah. Well, okay. Thanks, Tim. Best best wishes to, to Buddy for sure. Uh, yeah, we've got a lot of former coaching friends that are still around. Oh yeah, sure. Want, want to stay that way for a while. Uh, size up the the districts uh, with an S this time around because Stewart's Creek, Laverne, Smyrna all competing in District Eight which is with Cane Ridge, Antioch. And I think that's the only two. Maybe there's a third one. And John Overton may be in that district as well. But uh, those two teams will end, those teams will play each other in the region this year instead of in the district as they've done in years past. Looks like Cane Ridge, and I don't have the, an order picked out here or anything, but it looks like Cane Ridge is the best boys team. Yeah, they got uh, maybe the best player in the state, and, by yeah, the way. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, and and girls, Stretch Creek could 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 well w- win that uh, regular season, uh, and uh, and other teams are competing for sure, but it's it's not a real strong district. Um, but I'm not so sure that ours is either. You know, talking about District Seven. Yeah, man. yeah, I'm not so sure that ours is real strong. Now, girls here. Uh, Blackman, of course, leads the way. They're unbeaten. They won 37, 38 in a row, uh, going back to the, um, a week, a year ago in November. So, uh, and they haven't been beaten this year. Uh, Rockville gave them a scare, and, and I think uh, I think Rockville will, will very likely be second. Um, I, I just feel yeah, like I think they will Oakland be on the given night. You can give either one of those two teams some trouble. I'm not sure how far over the hump they might go, but uh, you know, on the right night, Oakland could 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 get that done as well. On the guy side, uh, it, Jeff, it's, it needs to be real open. The Blackman is the leader there, but uh, Rockville showed the other night that uh, 
on Friday night, I guess, that they certainly are beatable. I've seen Blackman play well. Coach Barry Wartman does such a tremendous job uh, with his team. But, uh, Jeff, they're, they're, they are beatable, uh, which in some years maybe that wasn't quite the case. I guess that's probably true. Uh, I, uh, I guess – well, I'll tell you what, there have been a lot of games which you would just consider, I think, if you if we were being fair, we would consider that an upset. I, I don't think Blackman should have been beaten by Rockville. Sure. I really don't. Uh, not that not that Rockville couldn't do it or wouldn't do it or weren't good enough to do it because clearly they were. But I just felt like Blackman would get them. Well, they didn't. So, and that evens up the district some. Oakland's making some progress. But, boy, it has been slow. It has been, it has been slow. So... Uh, and Riverdale's fallen on hard times, as have their girls. Um, they'll have to pull out of that, of course, and it may take another year or longer for that to happen. Um, and Siegel adjusting the new coaches uh, and doing very average at this point. Eagleville girls, uh, pretty good basketball team out there. Uh, boys team holding their own, so to speak. Uh, Middleton City Christian, Pro- Providence Christian Academy, both girls teams are are good enough to be scary on some particular nights, Jeff. And it's well said and well known. Basketball is a tournament game. Oh, yeah. All this stuff you do right now is important. But I, talking about Barry Wartman being beatable right now, bring him to the tournament and see how beatable that turns out to be. You don't want to play him. No. I don't care, I don't care what, what he's got on his bench. You just don't want to play him. No, you don't. And and I think one reason, and I just, uh, the people can decide this by, their, by looking at their own coach, okay? But you've got, you've got to think that there are X's and O's, which just about everybody knows. Yes. And, and, and good scouting reports and film galore and blah, blah, blah. But who can motivate? And I can tell you right now, and I'm just going to comment on him since you asked, Barry Workman uh, can motivate. So that makes him dangerous. And he's been there a while, and he's got a system in place, and he's got kids that are – every year he's got kids there that know how it's supposed to be done, that tell the younger players how it's supposed to be done, and they and they just do things in such a workmanlike manner. Uh, but as I said before, physical skills are one thing, but the mental skills are, are another. And uh, I think you're right. He does as good a job as anybody with that. Well, you're not going to be able to take advantage of, of anybody uh, on, on many of these teams – and, and Blackman boys would be one of them uh, if you're waiting for them to be lackadaisical or lazy, you know, or whatever, or playing at three-quarter speed or whatever you want. Because if they do that, they're not going to be out there. <laughs> They'll be sitting over there with Barry, and he'll be walking up and down in front of them and chewing them out every time he goes by. So, And that's, that's part of coaching. Um, so, you know, and also, since we were talking Blackman, that's also true of Jennifer Grandstaff. I don't know that I've ever met a coach that was as motivating as she is. I mean, you know, she she can she can talk you into doing better. Uh, uh, she can. So, but there are others. I talked to her after the game Friday night, and she was a little bit complaining about this. The player doing this, and the, the player needs to do this. And I said, "You, my wife would tell you, Jennifer, you won the game. Act like you won the game." Look, don't quit picking. And she, she she grinned. She said, "I guess you're right," but. <laughs> Jeff, the, the really good ones are never quite satisfied, if that's the right word. They're always finding ways to get better, and that's why they're good. Um, I, I, I don't know. I guess Cecil Joyce wrote the article about her this past week um, and had a nice picture of Jennifer and one of her players and so forth and quoted her on four or five different things, and I, and I, I read it and went back and read it out loud again because some of the things that she said, I mean, she is focused on, on – I just really like her approach, and she is focused on on getting her team prepared and getting them better every day. She's not interested in the limelight. I don't think she cares one thing in the world about you know her picture being in the paper or any of that. She's really concentrating on getting her team prepared. In fact, that is a quote from the article, and I think she's right. I think she's got the correct approach. Think about this. 1993, Jennifer Grandstaff comes in as a – the new girls basketball coach at Oakland, same year I went to Oakland as assistant principal. Jeff, that's 29 years ago. Yeah. She is clearly the dean of the coaches in Rutherford County, or deanette. <laughs> she won't like you saying that, but that's correct. She is. <laughs> so uh, uh, Many coaches have come and gone at many places, yeah. <laughs> and not her. No. Oh, me. <laughs> uh, so uh, I mentioned to you off air, there are some four-team districts in this state that have – Teams that have not won a game. 
which means that 0-22 team is going to go into the district <laughs> tournament and lose twice and advance to the region. As a number four seed. As a number four seed and get to play the number one seed in the other district. There should be a way to wave a white flag, don't you think? Well, I would think so. <laughs> I, 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 you know, Tim, I've just uh, out of all of that, there is a chance one of them may win. One of them, a game. Yeah, and you're not talking about state. No, no, I'm just talking about four versus one. Somebody may win somewhere. Oh yeah, but I'm, I'm guessing no one twenty two teams not going to be the one. That Probably not. Pulls that off. Oh yeah, there'll be there'll be. Well, we've seen it in this. District where we District have. Seven have swept District Eight, both boys and girls. Now it's going to be unusual this year. Don't no Shelbyville involved uh, at all. Uh, now it's Durch Creek and Smyrna and Laverne and and Cane Ridge that District Seven will be playing against. And uh, uh, but they at the end of the day they still got Bradley Central to, to go through to get to the state tournament. Yeah, well of course, of course as you are very much aware, Shelbyville has not been our problem for a good while now, um, but. Um, Lawrenceburg has, Lawrence County has, well, and and uh, and and other teams. Columbia has been a real problem some years. So you know, well, but we don't have to play them. Old Coffee County and Warren County are oh. highly rated this year. And by the way, Jeff, think about this: Cookville yes. yeah. and Lebanon are both in District Nine. Good. You know what that means? <laughs> what does that mean? They're on they're on the west half of the state as far as the seating is concerned. Good again, I mean, Cookville. How how? Can, how can that be? Cookville is well east of all of us here. And there, there's something I don't. I'll guess uh, eighteen and zero. There's something no, like Cookville, that. Yeah, yeah, something, something like that. Uh, and boy, uh, and you're that's correct. I don't. I don't understand. But well, of course, we have rezoned. Yes. Uh, to, uh, redistricted. Uh, redistricted. And, and, uh, and four classifications is kind of what's done it. Right. But Cookville and Lebanon in the same district. Very unusual, but I, what I'm trying to make my point, Cookville, as far east as they are, will be going in on the west side of the bracket. They're almost in East Tennessee. Almost. Yeah, they, I mean, they're right there well, on the edge. Teams in their district probably are in well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> East Tennessee, if you want to get technical about it. I don't, I don't know where that line's drawn. It's somewhere around the Cumberland County area, right? I, around Crossville, somewhere up that, that way, yes. Uh, I, I never want to go back up there again ever in my lifetime. Why? Unless I'm going through to somewhere else. I was going to say, isn't it pretty country up there? You, well, that's you, You're fine. talking about for sports. Yeah. You're not talking about traveling through. You're not. Actually, we had a lot of good moments in Cookville. Oh. I, I don't believe we ever covered a basketball game in Crossville. We did football. I don't believe we ever did a basketball game. Might have. We did a lot of them from Cookville, though. They well, didn't all turn out like I wanted them to either. They all turn out that that's for sure. All right. Jeff, what we, we got coming up here, by the way? We got the, we we got have the Boulevard. Rick Ensel's live. At 6, and Nick McDavid live at 7 from the Boulevard, right here on WGNS Radio. So we'll get out of the way. Okay. And I'll well, see you next Monday. Well, yes, you will. Or, okay. or before. Or, or before. <laughs> Monty Hale will be here tomorrow for All Sports Talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.